you can see an asteroid which is around 224 Kelvin, which is you know, like minus 72 degrees centigrade. This is this is why Inuits are the best space fighters. <laughs> but you see, you see that. The Sunday Skypers. Burning Beards. So let's get into this story about us being dwarves and all that stuff. And where'd you find that nog? <laughs> all right, all right. I'm wondering if I'm ever... Uh, first, I guess I should inform... I'm sorry, I interrupted someone. No, I said, I'm wondering if I'm ever going to get my beard back. <laughs> <laughs> have to you need to inform... I guess I'm going to have to inform uh, John that Ulfkill is, in fact, one, let's see, one difficult test away from raising your will from four to five. Ooh. So if you somehow, somewhere within the session manage to uh, accrue one difficult will test through, say, course persuasion or intimidation or persuasion or anything like that, uh, you'll race the will stat from four to five. Oh, now, isn't that a test or or have to do a test or is it automatic? No, uh, once you have accrued the uh, amount of tests, it goes up automatically. But uh, you do have to actually make a test. You have to actually test something, yep. either will straight up or something rooted in will, like in order patience. to learn it. Sorry? Like patience. <laughs> okay. Where's that nog? Like I said. Yeah, that, that sounds like coarse persuasion. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you hear this, you hear this blubbering sound, and all of a sudden you see, you see, you see the back end of Flint out, sticking out of a barrel of beer, of beer, and all of a sudden, whoosh! Where is it? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> no, I'm just thinking off ahead, top of my head. I, I think your mental image is going faster than my mental image. <laughs> What is this after you tell him no several times that he takes you and starts, and starts giving you beer dunks? Uh, Dirk, th- this is probably on me, but uh, all of the skills you have uh, listed with an exponent of five or higher, routine tests don't count anymore for advancement purposes. So whenever uh, you know you get a routine type test for those skills, intimidation, axe, oratory, just ignore the um, bookkeeping. I think that is the bookkeeping bits, yes. See, I'm low maintenance. <laughs> you, you have relatively low screen time. Okay, yeah. uh, last last we left the dwarves. They were cooped up in Fandral's uh, fabulous den. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, and you have a little less than one day until the moot at third pint uh, in the um, markets. Yeah. This would be the time to do... Set up, prep, and uh, side quests, I guess. Got Oof Kill sitting awfully close to Flint. The area's often going sniff, sniff, sniff. <laughs> <laughs> we got to work on that. It's unseemly. <laughs> the nog. I'm going to have to separate you two. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, nothing, your highness. Nothing, your highness. Where'd you get that nog? <laughs> Do you want to take it from there, or or should we um, frame a scene somewhere else? Interrogation can commence, or um, you are aware of your various beliefs, right? Mm-hmm. Right. So tomorrow we're gonna have to help entice uh, Roar and his uh, followers to follow Fandrell by serving him nog from Scoria Deep. That's what my right. that's what my. And you'll have to actually have nog from Scoria Deep. I know. <laughs> Oh, wow. Prepare for disappointment. <laughs> First. 
force Flint to reveal the source of his scurry and nod. <laughs> Laddie, ever been brewed? <laughs> <laughs> the slow brew. <laughs> You're a fine wart. Hey. What, you never heard of cock beer? So you actually wrote down a belief that is contrary to a promise I made. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. There was no promise on Flint's side, right? Well, I didn't swear an oath or anything, but I, I thought I pretty much promised that I would not reveal the source. Uh, I don't remember us saying so, but that might be the honorable thing to do. Well, it was a thing Flint was going to do, so I guess maybe he's just innately honorable. There was, there was something that, 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 that the blind fellow wanted to keep hidden. And he asked me not to re- reveal where I got the information. Oh, this is the problem with the weeks, weeks, weeks behind, um, between, and then. Um, <laughs> okay, yeah. well, let me uh, do it this way. Hey, GM, are you totally copacetic with the fact that I'm not supposed to reveal the source of my information? Well, not where uh, I got that. I'm cool with either. Because it was impressive um, going under, and and actually, I did not say I would not reveal where the nog came from. Uh, it, it had to, to do uh, with the map and some of the uh, information that I got. But the catch is, if I reveal where the nog came from, I reveal my source where I got the map and others. I don't, in fact, recall putting you under any kind of well, nothing uh, mechanical. Yeah, not not even not even fluff wise, uh, story wise. I don't I don't recall having him go. You mustn't re- reveal anything, or maybe I did offhandedly in, in a non-specific way. Uh, that is a possibility. <laughs> then, then, up, then obnoxiously, uh, as a character, I latch on to the, the, the one throwaway <laughs> comment you make. <laughs> I, I don't recall it being really secret, but. I do recall that last we played, you were unwilling to reveal, uh, you know, what it was to to Ulfkel, right? Mm-hmm. When you ran into each other. Sheesh. Well, I seem to recall that I was very enthusiastic about the Scoria Nog, and I wanted Ulfkel to know that it was worth going to get, and and then it, it spiraled crazily <laughs> out of control from there. Right. With, with, with Ufkill grabbing him by the ears and sticking his nose into his mouth, sniffing the, his breath. Yeah. <laughs> is it is it more fun to say that you were under not you know an oath, but maybe an understanding that you should keep it more to yourself? Or um, sure. Well, first of all, there's only so much of that nog available, and there's no way you're going to feed a whole company with it. Thimbles. Think thimbles. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think if you think thimbles, then you're not thinking dwarvish. Oh, but see, this is wanting more. This one little taste, and they go, okay, lead us. <laughs> well, see, then that would be like me promising someone else's goods that they've hoarded for decades. What's this proof is it how good their nog was? It actually lasts for decades, centuries. Now, is this something we should take in character and and have it be an open conflict, or uh, are we still sort of Mm, talking it over? 
I think we're still spitballing it. Yeah, because you know, because Ufkar also understands Master Apprentice kind of things too. If you ask him what goes into the nog of life his master makes, <laughs> you'll get backhanded. Oh no, you just get you just get deathly science silence at that point. <laughs> deathly <laughs> science, backhand, same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe if you keep pressing, he'll pull out his war tankard and hit you over the head with it. It's made out of wrought iron. <laughs> I, I was just gonna say, I actually like the concept of a war tankard. <laughs> As it would have a handle, then you'd have the tanker, then probably like maybe an axe blade on the end or spikes. Well, no, it's got an axe blade on the other side of it. Yes, yes. And a spike in the base so you can stick into a dwarf, into an orc's head and not have, not spill a drop. Well, of course it <laughs> But we should not get into designing war tankers. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the SS Tangent. Still, do you want to have a scene where you're discussing this, or what's well, the I, deal? I would, I would like to think that we we are discussing it. We just haven't broken in character to discuss it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Based you're actually bringing it up in front of Fandral as well. I might bring it in front of Fandral, you know, especially if you, you were sitting there watching me being all antsy about something. Like, I have ants in my pants. And what, what, what's what's the problem? He's had Scoria Nog! <laughs> Come here! <laughs> <laughs> sounds like something from second grade. Oh, he's, he's still here smell his breath. Mr. Fandral, he's got Nog! <laughs> <laughs> When he says, yeah, come smell his breath, he'll grab you by the nose pull, and pull your jaw down so you can actually get a good whiff. <laughs> Jeez, yeah, Flint, he's pretty mellow, but there might be some limitations. Like, my ma is my own ma. <laughs> Not to be shared. It's, I don't know, I'm sure which knock it is, but it's such I an mean, it's... Oh, God, that's just been digested for a while. <laughs> Imagine it fresh. I think what we need to do is uh, have some kind of battle of wills. And, uh, Ooh, yes, we get to use the battle. My ultimatum is uh, if, if he doesn't knock it off, I'm going to go and eat some raw onions. <laughs> I was hoping to avoid the duel of wits, so we could do it this way. You could pick your dueling skill, right? Mm-hmm. Whatever that is. If you don't have one, it would be a beginner's luck will. And whomever wins gets to ask for a, rather, rather, whomever loses gets a small concession. Like you, you get to give a condition for giving up the information or holding the information to yourself. And I've got a B3 in intimidation. So I'm, I'm going to ask Ufkel to politely stand d- down or be knocked down. <laughs> Sounds good. Uh, if I use coarse persuasion and try to and try to instill to him that that this nog, I mean just just this, come here, smell his breath. What, what's your <laughs> argument? Because I mean, yeah. if you're if you're gonna argue that you could use it to help sway Roar's band, I'm sure you could get some support from the prince. Yes, that's, that's what I'm saying. Uh, yeah, this nog. If we could show them what they're fighting for, even if they can't taste it, they this is smell the aroma. So you're not going to pass my. <laughs> Beard around to those ruffians. No, 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 no. We need, we need the nog. We need nay, but a thimbleful. He's got his hands out about the size of a, of a twelve-ounce cup. But you know, <laughs> 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 so Dirk, is Fandral going to help either way, or is he just amused? Well, if or he's, aghast. If he's thinking this is going to help his cause, then he's going to be on uh, Ufgel's side. Even if just Horror drinks it, he's going to, you know, know what treasures are waiting that we can make. 
Of course, you need to do the the sort of nodging and back slapping uh, and and smiling too broadly in order for (laughs) coarse persuasion to take effect. (laughs) Come, 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 come. Breathe in his face. (laughs) (laughs) Darren him blankly. (laughs) Is it that princely thing to do? (laughs) No, no, no. It's pure ambrosia. (laughs) I'll take your word for it. (laughs) Yay. Dignity is on my side. The closest I ever come to that is that me, Master, let me one time have a small sip of the Nog of Life. Oh. I see. It's a total addiction circuit thing. <laughs> Aye. So the Master gets the students uh, ad- addicted, <laughs> and this creates the whole dependency chain. <laughs> it's downright slavery. Ah, <laughs> oh, but such wonderful slavery. <laughs> <sighs> All the Nog you can drink. As long as you dedicate your life to making more. Aye. Do you have a problem with that? (laughs) (laughs) So what is Fandral helping uh, Ulfkel with uh, skill-wise? Pick one. And what is his argument? If Ulfkel is making the argument that this will help convince people to join the uh, cause, of, then he would... uh, Support that with persuasion. All right. And he's saying... If a sampling of this Nog can convince more people of the need of this campaign to retake Scoria Deep, then we need a sample. <laughs> All right. So uh, wh- what is your um, what is your persuasion? It's five or six, five. right? Five. Five. Ooh. Then you get to loan two dice to uh, John. My goodness, this guy's a persuasion machine. <laughs> hey, he's a prince. He's good with the knee pads and mouthwash. Todd, even if you lose, even if you lose, you get a small concession. Like you can say, "Okay, but we're doing mm. it this way" or something. Well, okay, okay. So with a B three on intimidation, that just basically is three dice. Is that how that works? It is three dice. Uh, if there's anything you would like to fork in, add it in your character characterization. If there's anything like Arthur, you can. You can spend you can spend up to three persona to get three extra dice if it's important to you. I may spend some persona myself too. Well, here's the short answer. Like, I actually think it is important to Flint to respect his elders, mm-hmm. but no matter what I spend in persona, I believe someone will outbid me. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Hey, I can roll all once. It's your dice roller. Well, this is true. <laughs> No, I can roll. I can roll all sixes. What does it get? I have to roll. Yeah, I can. Yeah, I have to. I want to roll under. We'll spend one persona to indicate my earnest uh, defense of this old dwarf's privacy. All right, add mm-hmm. one die. Well, I'll burn one persona myself. It's just a goal in life. Yes. If all I can do is simply just get a taste of that nog, then I can at least breathe everyone's face afterwards. God, <laughs> <laughs> I'll never wash it. <laughs> I just really. Some dwarves have no concept of personal space. <laughs> you're working the mines, laddie. You're working. You're working chicken jollies next to your fellow mine worker. <laughs> okay, so uh, I, I have forty-six for intimidate. So okay. Well, ah, the dice—they have betrayed me as usual. And I have yes, uh, three traitors. I have seven d six. I got three of them to Trader City, <laughs> but I got three of them to your one. Yes. Ah. So this, John, is a routine test for course persuasion, yes. Record that. For the course persuasion, yeah. That means I fill that one up. Yes, it's not going to will, it's going to course persuasion. That means you only need uh, three more tests. Actually, open the skill. Failed test uh, count as a test? All tests count for advancement. 
but uh, how would the, how does that work for intimidation? The, the flip side of that. Let's see. You rolled four dice. Oh right, uh, Arthur doesn't count. That's hmm. that's true. So it's three dice. Three. It's a difficult uh, intimidation test. Oh, I have two difficult and plus one fate. What does that mean? That means that you have one more difficult test than you need. I believe you need uh, uh, three routine intimidation tests in order to advance to the next um, exponent. But I, I never take the easy intimidation. <laughs> <laughs> no, but do, I go against these zealots. <laughs> it'll, it'll come around. Just you know, uh, find a goblin, uh, fork in axe and conspicuous <laughs> and uh, clan history and so forth. But Give we, them a talking down to. But do we, you know yeah. who you're talking to? <laughs> but we do record the personas against our will, though, right? Yeah. Yes, Gert. <laughs> since you helped, you should record um, uh, a test, but. But since it's routine, there's no point in recording it. It's just, you know, this is another day in the life I of a prince. I can persuade like this in my sleep. <laughs> yes. <laughs> But if it had been more difficult, you would have uh, you would have gotten to record a test because you you helped. The difficult one's gonna happen when we start. We we're gonna try to convince what's his face to let go of his nog. <laughs> All right. So this means that Flint actually caves, but he can uh, impose a condition. Mm. So uh, you will reveal the source, but what? Uh, don't reveal who it is. Keep it secret who we who we got from. That's what you wanted to know, though, right? That was your intent. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I, cu- I couldn't create a condition. So <laughs> it's just like, and no, no. it has to be done anonymously. No, 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 no. We we, we still know who it is because we got to, I, you know, I, we have to convince him to give it up. But yes. we but we swear not to reveal who it is. That could be a condition. No, uh, the condition others. is I will tell you who it is, but you dare not take his nog without his blessing. Right. Hmm. Of course not. <laughs> of course not. <laughs> you can hear Ulskill going, no! <laughs> Calm the old? said what? Of course. Fandral said what? Of course. You uh, agreed? No, of course not. We wouldn't force yeah. him. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. Thief. What? Calm the old? No wonder he complains so bitterly about the Nog. <sighs> <laughs> no wonder he's so better. Better. Wait a minute. Oh, he has had better. <laughs> <laughs> The only nog he actually likes is the master's nog. Hmm. It'll do. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine this guy's going to be a hard sell. It's it's not like you can uh, dazzle the blind. Yeah. <laughs> I hold my axe intimidatingly at him. <laughs> no, not going to cut it. <laughs> no, we rearrange its furniture. <laughs> <laughs> Hear that sound? That's your favorite sofa sliding. <laughs> so, so we have your blessing. <laughs> okay, well, I'll leave it to uh, the, the zealotry of Ufkel what to do with the information. But Flint, uh, he's not terribly happy with with the outcome. <laughs> of course, I'm gonna look look over at Than at Fandrel and say, Prince. You know, uh, I'm not very good at convincing people doing things. This may be something along your lines. I will be there to give you a backup. And so will Flint. Grab your holy and put him close. <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps we should uh, go visit old Cobb. Cobb the old. Yes. Old Cobb the old. <laughs> Dwarves are loosey-goosey with uh, preposition order. Did you all pack up and, and uh, head back to Cold? But since this is, I mean, this is the same day that Flint got his taste and the map. I mean, we're talking hours. 
Hi. It was hours since you actually got what you wanted. As my uh, beautiful bride-to-be, uh, Berglund, would say, Strike while the iron's hot! <laughs> <laughs> and not only in the forge. I. That's why we're making a special bridal blog. <laughs> <laughs> From tears and sweat. I, I just... I so totally imagine, like, uh, Fandral's, like, all bowed-shouldered and uh, depressed and down in his beard, because so, this was not what he intended. Uh, oh, you mean Flint? Flint. I thought you said Fandral. So. <laughs> no, like, what? If, I, if I said it, I, I'm amazed, because I don't think... Well, but I meant Flint, really, I did. <laughs> All right. <laughs> now I, but you've got me doubting my own mouth. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, one of us is down in the dumps having been uh, talked into bothering this old man who was so kind to give me map, and now he's probably going to spit whenever he mentions my name. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tempt me. Okay, so you, you show up. Wait, wait. A little later, all three of you? Yes. You know, uh, okay. we have to have a, a story. We got to have a good story. We, uh, we were looking at the maps, and, you know, we were able to convince uh, Flint here to tell us who got us the maps. So I'm, we're going to ask him about, you know, what he remembers about the Nog from Scoria Deep. Perchance he might have us, he might, he might mention he still has a sample. That way... I'm, I've got a better story. Once upon a time, I knew a fanatic... A brewer could not resist <laughs> learning more about brewing skills and unless he could somehow convince a prince to gang up on me. What a good story. I think Sandra has a third story. <laughs> Should I write that one down? <laughs> you are a word bearer. You know how to write those things. I don't, only know I don't necessarily know how to write them. <laughs> There's a big difference between the two. Okay, well, uh, you, hopefully you have the you better are, Right, uh, you are, of course, shown in directly since you have the prince in your midst. You're shown into the main hall where, of course, Cobb is nursing something or other, uh, along with the uh, select members of his clan. And you're, you're presented, of course, by, by the, uh, the, uh, servant dwarves and, and Kolb, uh, beckons you toward him. Alright, give a polite bow. Yeah. Excellent. He has almost no hair, of course, and, and a long straggly beard, and he looks sort of sunken faced and, and, uh, aged. Uh, yes, um, oh wait, you, you underwent a serious bout of drunking with him last time. Oh, I guess he would be in a <laughs> semi-jolly mood. <laughs> <laughs> I guess he's sitting there, sort of giggling and 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 burping to himself, or or hiccuping. <laughs> Not much better, but it might help make him more pliable. <laughs> yes. What 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 uh, um, what can I do for for the illustrious prince? Well, you know, we are planning an expedition to retake Scoria. Is this, this we know, as I know, I had a long, um, or short uh, talk with your charming, um, retainer over there, your fine expert. I know all about it. I even lended him a map in my, in my extreme generosity. Yes, and we're very grateful for your aid. And our brewer here has some ideas that you have some connection with, uh, the Blackstone, uh, brewery. Are you, Lordship? 
I've been doing research about, you know, all the breweries, mostly Olivine and the, uh, Blackstone. Blackstone. Okay. I thought you said Opal. Opal. Yeah, yeah. The Opal. The, 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 especially the rivalry between the Opal and the Blackstone breweries. And, uh, I, I, but, but chance would, did you ever try any of their nogs? <laughs> <laughs> Flint just gets sheepisher and sheepisher and just tries to shrink in on himself. Cold uh, sort of blinks at in Flint's direction uh, and sort of lolls a little on his on his seat. And then he looks on over to the rest of you and uh, goes, uh, maybe. <laughs> Why? Well, you know, we're, we're trying to convince the... Uh, Various, uh, dwarves, uh, to help us out. To, you know, we take Scoria deep from the, from, it's, from whoever took it from us. And, you know, and if we could, uh, if I could at least describe to them the, the, the ambrosia that the Blackstone made, uh, you know, in their, in their noggeries, uh, give them a, a, some sort of idea of how, how wondrous their, their nog was, that they may actually be, uh, take up the arms and, and help us fight. <laughs> well, he takes this knock seriously. <laughs> <laughs> I hear recruitment is going pretty well. Oh, well, I, I suppose what 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 precisely do you want of me? Why should I extol the virtues of the nogs of old, or what? Oof. If he has a, a, an old nog vessel that may still have some of the aroma left, that would be enough to, you know, waft under their noses and give them a sense of what they're fighting for. He looks over to Flint. <laughs> Wouldn't that be something? <laughs> <laughs> Is there like a corner I can hide in? <laughs> yes, 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 it would be something. Just and, and, and just, just imagine if we could brew more by successfully uh, taking back Scoria Deep. I, why, well, I'd be the first to bring a uh, bring a barrel back to you myself. See that I had such a vessel, and uh, I, you take it from me, and then you go and die horribly in the goblin-infested uh, hellhole, which is Scoria, and uh, then I'll have nothing in the nay, 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 nay. part of my life. No, no, your lordship, no, no, no. We will just use it to convince those we need to go with us, and then we bring it back to you before we leave, untouched. Untouched? What, are you going to make them smell it? Aye. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, he seems vaguely pliable. Um, you have made a decent case, but give me a persuasion roll anyway, and let's call it a f- obstacle four, right? Oh. And you can all help. All right. So, so who's the roller? Is it, am I the main roller, or I guess I am. I'm doing all the talking. That that's up to you, actually. Well, the three of you. Uh-huh. Do you want the him him of the golden tongue to do the talk? Do the main persuasion? Uh, well, he does have. <laughs> How bad do you want Flynn? How badly do you want Flint to increase his um <laughs> his will? <laughs> of course, with it with a, a paltry obstacle of four, you won't increase will, but um. Yeah. yeah, it's not difficult, yeah. No. I definitely want to add in something. I'm just trying to think what would be a I think I'm going to go with clan history. As Kolb was telling me stories of old when we were getting our drunk on, I, I will actually turn his 
reminiscences around uh, on him and saying, oh, wouldn't it be grand to recover the, those past glories and <laughs> s- slap uh, Fandral on the back? This is the dwarf that can do that, and he needs your help. Um, okay, fair enough. I'll, I'll, let, you, I'll let you fork that into whatever. Yay. Okay. So is it possible to fork in a, a, uh, something I'm still learning? I, I presume... Uh, <laughs> Flint no. isn't doing the agitating, or rather, the main no, uh, no. argument. No, uh, no, please, no, no. <laughs> and I'm still learning how to be. So, uh, who, who's rolling and who is helping? Who's making the test? Vandral must make. Vandral, okay, yeah. okay. And, 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 and persuasion. And I can wax lyrically about uh, beer by using my beer wise. Be able to fork that in. Sure. So, uh, presently, uh, Fandel has seven dice, and if you do beer-wise, it will be eight. Considering how well we're rolling? Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> and, of course, you could construe that this is a play for power, so if Fandel is really eager, he could, of course, tap his greed. Hey. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> if, you, if, if you tap your greed, though, then giving the keg back is going to be awful hard. <laughs> well, the keg is just a means to an end, right? Uh, so long as he has the keg and gets what he wants, then it's it's fine. Uh, that, uh, holding on to the keg, that would be Flint and, and uh, Ulfkill and craftsmanship. I, my concern Mostly is... Mostly uh, beauty. <laughs> well, to, <laughs> I, I have my concerns. <laughs> it's all going to break out into... Uh, Warfare in the streets over a keg of beer. <laughs> no. Knock, knock. The next. A uh, keg knock. of ambrosia. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if it's if it's this good, if it's this good, a half a century old. Uh, is it Mark? How how long ago did Scory Deep fall again? A cent, uh, half a century. Uh, Sixty years or so. Sixty years, yeah. Sixty years? No, I thought it was more like a hundred and fifty. Yeah. Oh, like okay. This is well preserved. Well preserved stuff. Mm-hmm. Yes, this is not where the primary ingredient is tar. <laughs> this is magical dwarven beer. Okay, yeah, it's, it's, it's special. <laughs> I believe Vandral should be throwing some dice down. Eight oh. uh, plus any uh, amount of Artha or greed tapping you wish. Yeah, so if I what spend? Uh, if you want to tap greed. Yeah. It, that is one persona, yes. And then you can add up to six bonus dice, depending on what kind of test you want to record for greed. Oh. If I feel a routine, then that'd be like four? Uh, let's see. You, yeah. yes, it would be. Four is precisely routine. That's the, that's the roof of routine. Yeah. <laughs> I hate to tangent like this, but have you, have you seen the, um, The Hobbit yet? Yes. So that one scene where, uh, Thorin's grandfather is in the midst of all that gold going insane. <laughs> this is, you know, I look at the movies, I, you know, I can see this in Burning Wheel. I can see this. Yes. <laughs> I thought the same thing. That was the first thing that came into my mind when I saw that first intro. It's like, oh, oh, okay. Yeah, I guess Luke read The Hobbit. <laughs> <laughs> and now I'm imagining Flandrell, you know, standing in the midst of the dwarves, you know, and going, frothing at the mouth. <laughs> Okay, he's not that that badly off yet. <laughs> yeah, routine, I can do routine without it affecting me. <laughs> yeah. All right, so then that gives me up to uh, twelve. Twelve. That's Games. plenty. Right. Let's hope so. Good God! Three. Wow. One 
two, three, only three? <laughs> Spend that fate point and re-roll those sixes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, I'm sure, I, I wish I could somehow keep a history of all the dice rolls, because I think our curve is really oh. skewed. Wow, we just made it. <laughs> oh, Colbus always been a KG. Consider this uh, a bit of an investment for this loan of this keg. When we retake the breweries, you'll get the first keg that comes out of the new Blackstone Brewery. Done, he says, and he tosses the tankard of, of whatever behind him in a in a uh, in a, a double armed gesture of, of yay. He, he shoots up and remembers that he is old uh, and uh, <laughs> old and signs to you to follow him into his own quarters. Mm-hmm. But we're going to pause there because first, Fandel doesn't get anything in test for test purposes since this was a routine persuasion test. However, you record one fate, right, and one persona. Yeah. Anyone who helped, what did you help with? A skill? It was beer wise for John and yep. clan and uh, clan history for for Todd. Yeah. Obstacle four. What's that for you? What are your What are your um? At four times, that's going to be a difficult. That was a B three. Okay. You get a challenging uh, test, uh, Todd. I got two of them. Does that mean anything? It I, I feel like I need a, a like a slot machine type <laughs> cheat sheet. Yeah. If you get these right combinations, ding, 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 ding. do you, you have any routine tests? Nope. Nope. Then uh, nothing. I just make I just make it difficult on myself. If you have not <laughs> noticed. <laughs> So we go into the study, or wherever he keeps his treasure. Yes, he, he waves you with him, but uh, Flint, as you sort of shuffle after them, you know, I guess you're not feeling too bad anymore. I, I guess you're trailing after them a little, and then you hear a, a kind of, psst, Flint. Oh? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Next to one of the, the tall carved pillars of the hall is uh, a familiar dwarf woman, a Bruna Raven wife, someone you, you uh, served in the host with. Fairly decent arbalester. Oh, and I can appreciate a sharp eye. <laughs> <laughs> then you realize, of course, she's, she must be Cobb's granddaughter. You've, you've, you've been running errands, uh, you know, back and forth oh, here yeah. previously and, and, you know, oh, right, that one. Yeah, she just, waves at you like, like, come over. Sure. <laughs> I, I, do like, not ex- I, I do not expect anything nefarious because I'm an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> He's trusting. <laughs> you said like a bad thing. Oh, okay, maybe. <laughs> okay, so she she looks very sort of not very, but she looks somewhat conspiratorial, but a little just generally gleeful as well. She was so. Uh, Think, well, what are you doing in the hall? What are you doing in my grandfather's hall? What's, what's happening? Why are the, where's the prince here? Oh, I'll explain, you know, the, uh, grand plans of, uh, Fandral and how he's going to bring glory to the dwarves and all that. Cause, hey, I'm number one fan. Fandral, he's our man. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, uh, and this is where my zealotry comes in. <laughs> where, where mm-hmm. I explain that, uh, we're going to kick the shackles off of the men of the surface and regain our dwarven legacy. And, and you know what? I am so shameless. I'll say we could use a sharp eye like you in our company. <laughs> I even have to ask. <laughs> All right, hook, line, and sinker. <laughs> she sort of just smiles more broadly with with every you know syllable that comes pouring out of your mouth. Then she she 
embraces you suddenly and uh, goes, Flit, that is a wonderful idea. I wanted to bring it up. Are you sure my father's bad name won't will matter? I, I hope it won't. You know, Scarn the Lesser, the, the renowned coward. I think it's about time that you show the dwarven horde, host, whatever, host, <laughs> host, <laughs> that not everyone in his family is a coward. This is your chance. This is your chance, you know. Not nudge, nudge, wink, wink. Uh. That is very fair spoken of you, <laughs> friend Flint. Uh, one more thing. Uh, but, well, we can take that later. Uh, um, <laughs> you, I have, you have this terrible curse. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you, you have to introduce me to the prince later. Um, and, oh, uh, when he's done with grandfather. Okay, uh, go, 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 go. <laughs> Ha! Huh. Well, we didn't even have to go against one of my beliefs, though, did we? <laughs> <laughs> I, I just could hear that uh, real. <laughs> Believe is that? No nookie before battle? <laughs> no, seriously. She's a good shot. I wouldn't have recommended her otherwise. <laughs> Did I mention that my character might be a bit naive? <laughs> Good, solid hips for steady aiming. <laughs> Rock solid. <sighs> and she's got a super structure. You, you, upstairs, well, you can put coffee cups on. <laughs> Rest a crossbow on. That's serious. Tankards. So uh, I guess your uh, Flint's a little late into the study when where. Kolb digs out his small, cramped, black little keg with the, the black stone mark on it, uh, which is more of a, you know, it doesn't have a burn mark on it. It's, it's more, you know, carved into it so you can see, well, whatever. There's a mark on it. Ooh, he, it's made of ironwood. And he pats it in a kind of house cat way. And uh, <laughs> there's, a, there's a moment of, of hesitation, of looking oh, at it. Oh, that's... That's what that's what Ufkel that's where kneels and in supplication puts his hands out for it. <laughs> the beer has gone to his head and he hasn't even smelt it yet. Oh, I can smell it. I mean, just the bit that's wafting around the cork is probably enough to be. You know, he's like, oh. <laughs> he smiles a gap-toothed smile and and he. He hands it over and says, "Treat her fairly, boy." I will, I will, your master. I will, master. Oh. This, this, this should be the time when Flint walks in and he hears that, <laughs> <laughs> and you know, doesn't look back. It's just like what? <laughs> uh, do you have some sort of cloth or cloak? Uh, uh, no, not cloth. A silk. To cover it in, to, to keep bright eyes from it. Ah, he, he claps his hands and he, he booms in a way that you surely <laughs> thought was impossible for him. Uh, <laughs> his voice just fills the entire space and, and, and your ears sort of begin to vibrate, uh, as he calls for a, a cloth to carry, uh, the, yes, the that, in. that's not conspicuous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And Ufko just, just doesn't wrap it. He, you know, he lays the cloth on the table, puts the cake in the middle, and very carefully, in a very set and mannered way, 
folds and wraps and, and basically does it up like a like a like origami around the around the keg. <laughs> just about it's just part of dwarven uh, beer ceremony. So where's your kimono? <laughs> Oh, don't make me go looking for 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 dwarven samurai. <laughs> a, a, a dwarven kimono. I I would imagine that would be a nappy or something. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I not a nappy. You got you bathrobe. Know, like, no, not a bathrobe. Just the um the thing you tie around uh, little babies' necks so they don't get food all over themselves. A bib. Bib. There you go. <laughs> ah. Yeah, and then he very carefully cradles it in his arms, and he, you know, he bows, and he, you know, and if, if, and if the, and if Kolb has a ring, he'll take, you know, kiss the ring. If yeah, the, the, <laughs> ah, don't draw it out, just, just go away. Bowing as he, <laughs> go, he back, he, he, he backs his, uh, he backs out, bowing all the time. Thank you, my lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Flint will drag his heels again. Because <laughs> I guess it's his specialty today. Uh, Ulfkel, you're holding on a priceless treasure in your hands. Yeah. <laughs> I would say that that is uh, 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 certainly grounds for she's magnificent. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so... Let's I see. I, the, I'm going to call for steel. Is, I'm going to call fun. for a steel test here. Yeah, and I don't mean to pop the cork and just guzzle it like a Coke bottle. <laughs> That's one way, but I think you might actually want to keep it to yourself forever <laughs> and ever. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Find a mine shaft to go and bury myself with it. Yes. 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 <laughs> greed. Yes. My primary. My primary craftsmanship is my uh, greed. Oh right, uh, your greed exponent isn't terribly high, is it? No, I just got D. I just got B four in greed. Okay, so that is the same as your. No, wait, your hesitation is more than that. You may or may not have uh, written it down, but it's it's ten minus your will exponent, so it's six. That's the uh, the one we're going to use. So, so how would you this? Steel dice. My steel dice. My steel is B six. All right. Really? Yeah. Hold on. Hell. Oh, right. You're cheating dwarves. <laughs> <laughs> Annoyingly high steel. Uh, yes. So, uh, you need six successes to actually be completely unaffected. Anything I can fork into that? No, but you can spend Ortham. You can spend Persona. <laughs> I don't know. Can I spend? I, I want you to know, I want you to know that even if you fail, yeah. you have you have the option to actually just stand and drool with the the uh, awe mm. of the thing. You don't actually have to go with the I must have it. So can I spend a point of persona and put and add greed, put greed dice in? <laughs> uh, not to resist greed, no. Oh, wow. Well. <laughs> <laughs> That's an interesting cycle. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like a greed black hole. Just suck him in. <laughs> Well, but, but if you suddenly came up with the idea to run for your life away from them uh, and hide it, hide your precious keg, then you precious. can certainly tap greed for running faster. <laughs> my precious, precious, is my yes. precious. See, you were thinking that, and, and here's what I'm thinking. As you're holding that keg, it whispers to you. <laughs> Let's see, I'm going to regret this, but I'm going to spend two persona. It's a Iron Dwarven Will at work. <laughs> so that gives me 8d6. 
Yeah. I still got plenty of eight. Let's keep I rolling sixes. Ooh. So one, two, three, four, and I got a six. So yeah, I'll spend that fi- spend that point of fate. Ooh, it gives me five. So but- you can either you can either momentarily stand and drool uh, uh, to the appallment of um, your companions, mm-hmm. uh, or you can invoke the "I must have it" rule. But Peter's, um, reaction allows the character to go for it. He must attempt to purchase, steal, barter, or kill for the object, person, place, or idea in question. Hmm, which is more entertaining. In either case, whether he drools or goes for it, the object of the failed test becomes the focus of his attention, always lingering somewhere in the back of his mind, nagging at him. <laughs> wow, duh, that's uh, a freebie for you. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was sort of kind of doing that already. <laughs> yes, but, but now you have to keep it up. <laughs> so you're saying that you pre-failed this role. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know... As we're walking along, maybe we don't need to have them taste this. Maybe just tell them it's there. You know, this precious thing. He's pitting it like a baby. <laughs> Going with I must have it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is, you know, it's too precious to, to waste on the likes of those of those mercenaries. I thought the plan was just to have people smell it. They're not worthy of it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and as you go out the door, he... By, by the way, by the way, John, uh, yes. that is a difficult steel test. Mark it down. And I did spend two persona on it, so I put down two persona. Kind of fate. Anyway, yeah, so yeah, he's... Now I'm looking back and forth. Yeah, yes, I have, I have the, the ring madness on me now. Yes. <laughs> Great. <laughs> yes, you've seen this before. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, why don't you uh, go on home and... I'll go home myself. <laughs> you know, put this someplace, put this someplace safe. <laughs> this, this sounds like you need to, to, uh, revise one of your beliefs as well then. Yeah. I'll have another. Yeah. <laughs> there will be no serving them nog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I must entice Roar and his band to follow Thanos leave, uh, by telling him about nog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I don't think these guys are that sophisticated. <laughs> okay, because I'm having too much fun and my brain is addled, do I need to get permission from Cole for his daughter to join the company, or do I need to get permission from Fandral? Well, it, it would be Fandral, yes. You, oh. you know, he would have to approve it. I don't think he, he's necessarily against it, but having, a, uh, you know, a dwarf descendant of a coward might be, you know, it might cause problems down the line with other dwarves being like, ah, we, why should we have, you know, why do we get duty with this person? No good cowards spawn, all that stuff. Ah, okay. Well, it depends. I mean, Fandral so far seems to be fairly pragmatic. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, but he's also a political beast, too. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, in that case, Flint will just sit there and mull over, ask for permission, ask for forgiveness. Ask for permission, ask for forgiveness. Well, it's granddaughter, too, is it? It's, it's granddaughter, too, not daughter. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, so. Well, daughter, yeah, Cole, of, daughter of his daughter. Cole Kolb is not the coward, but uh, her Kolb's uh, son is the coward. He'll ponder that as as we make our way back into the 
the hold. Okay. Uh, and, uh, uh, you know, as you leave or draw near the exit, you can see her standing, uh, like next to one of the pillars in, in a, a clean new dress, uh, and she's fixed her hair up, and, uh, she has like an axe with her, and, and, and uh, <laughs> Tell me she's um, a blonde. <laughs> Why not? <Yes. laughs> Damn! Damn! You would do that! <laughs> and she looks like, you know, is this a good time? This is a good time, right? Yeah, I guess it is the time. <laughs> if she was wearing, if she was wearing a, a, a breastplate, but um, she, uh, she probably looked like a like a dwarven Valkyrie, probably. <laughs> um, uh, uh, Prince Vandral, uh, before we leave, I have one other thing for one other item for your consideration. Hmm, yes. <laughs> uh, so it has come to my attention. <laughs> that a crossbowman of some renown wishes to join our company. Ah, good. We can always use more men. <laughs> that's when my eyes just roll over to point in her direction. <laughs> About that, um, uh... <laughs> man part. Yes. <laughs> over by the pillar, she's sort of adjusting her dress in, in, a, in a way that seems like she's. this is like the third time she's ever worn one. So she's doing the Picard, Picard maneuver. <laughs> I know there's some history uh, associated with her father, but I have seen her at the range practicing with, a, with the crossbow, and she does have the gift. She would be a nice set of assets for our Bow chicky wow wow. Are you sure you're taking into account the assets we need for this quest, not some other assets? It's her, <laughs> I'm, her sharp eye and steady hand is what caught my attention and her desire to join. Meanwhile, behind the two of them, you see you, 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 you see Oofkill just like crouching over and putting his hand on top of the keg, you know, hiding well, see, all this. It, it, it's, it's because of this distraction you can get away with that. Like, <laughs> you pull out the kerchief and wipe the drool away. <laughs> In the background, one of the serv- servant dwarves sort of walks past Ulfkel with with a broom, not looking at the floor sweeping, but looking at Ulfkel like, what is wrong with that? <laughs> and this was a movie. This is when they, you say realize that they, they, they've taken the lights off of Ufkel, so he's darker than everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> you, you get the digital grading trait. Yeah. <laughs> Anywho, uh, one would hope that I would not need to uh, convince Fandral that this is a good deal. It should be apparent up front that uh, we definitely need more marksmen. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? I think he might be seeing us. Uh, someone's looking for a, a bedroll mate instead of an archer. But anyway, <laughs> she's looking over like, uh, like, it's, and she's not helping. Uh, no. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Flint, Flint, Flint. What? <laughs> with a with a man dwarf and a female dwarf. No. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, uh, I'm 69. I'm not a moron. <laughs> okay, uh, I've seen her about the um, what's, what's the word I'm want, I want to use? Where do the militia train? Not training ground. There's a better word Barrett, for it. The fields, the war. 
<laughs> actually, has she, has she actually I, I, fought I, in the ba- battles? I mean, you know, has she actually? But wait, it sounds like she actually did fight with you at yes, one time. Yep. So you've seen her on the field of battle, Thank you know, wielding an arquebus. Yeah. Which, if you understand, arquebus is not crossbow. Well, did we say arquebus or arbalest? Arbalest. She's an arbalester. Arbalester. Yeah. That's yeah. a crossbow. Uh, as a crossbow, the same way a um, a stretch limousine is a is a, is a motorcycle. It's a this is <laughs> more of an arbalest, right? So it's it's yeah. a, a somewhat funky thing. It can shoot rocks and um, so forth, uh, as well as shoot spears about uh, six foot long. <laughs> no, no, it's not. It's no, not. It's not, 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 a, not a Roman one. It's not a Roman. Not style. a ballista. <laughs> it's actually a, a, a something you can carry. Oh, um, okay. It's not artillery. Okay. <laughs> Am I sensing a social conflict here, or are we accepting at least hearing her um, the application, for lack of a better term? Yeah. It sounds- I, I, I think all I need to do is regale some tales of her skills on the field to indicate that she, she is a fearless and accurate uh, arbalist. Here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and and that uh, while I, I have a steady hand with an axe, the bolt is faster and greater reach, and we need a variety of arms and armsmen who show no fear. I sing her praise and merits on the field. Mm-hmm. Vandral, of course, gladly agrees that yes, we need more people of the skill and caliber. Does Vandral? Does he? <laughs> I hear that. <laughs> I could swear I heard that. Don't worry, my precious. We'll get home soon. I would not be one to stand between a dwarf and their quest for glory. That's what the kids are calling it today. <laughs> Shut up. You're, you're busy with your cat. <laughs> okay. Well, well in, in, in that case, I'll motion her to uh, uh, step forward and say, uh, Prince Fandral, do the introductions. And uh, ho- hopefully she can like carry on a coherent thought. Yes, and, and she, would you call her over? She jerks like, uh, oh, uh, and, uh, uh she, yes, you. Uh, <laughs> That's my cue. <laughs> she works her way over, stumbles momentarily on the dress, curtsies sort of well. I believe gracelessly is the word. <laughs> <laughs> uh, with all the enthusiasm required. Um, and then she holds the axe forth in, in her palms, uh, to Fandral and she says, it would be my deepest, uh, honor to, to serve with you, uh, my prince on this, this most glorious expedition and, and safeguard you as best I can. If not with this, then my arbalist and my life. We're always glad to accept more volunteers in this glorious mission. You, you do be a, a, a great honor, uh, Prince. I, I hope Flint hasn't spoken uh, ill of me uh, at all. No, he's uh, sung your praises as a marksman. Oh, oh yes. Yes. Yes, I'm very handy. <laughs> <laughs> I can see Flint doing the whole eyebrow lift thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's one of the pe- people when she does her CV, she puts down, um, I'm a good people person. <laughs> <laughs> the people I shoot rarely get back up. <laughs> <laughs> I have a sunny disposition. <laughs> so not only have we robbed the man of his flask, we've robbed him of his granddaughter. Huzzah! <laughs> I think we should leave before we are seen. <laughs> Well, she promises to to show up properly 
kitted out uh, at whatever instance she is needed. And uh, she winks at Flint. I guess that's good for a smile. (laughs) (laughs) Like, usually winking isn't required, but... (laughs) Winks at Flint, and Flint, you know, you hear the sound of it passing over his head. (laughs) (laughs) Victory! So not only have I gotten a map and a keg, I've gotten an archer. (laughs) I tell you, I'm invaluable to this company. (laughs) Are we done with this? I need to get to someplace safe. Okay. So, uh, do, do dwarves have the ability to detect greed in others? <laughs> Absolutely. Like I said, you, you've seen this before. I mean, you, you can tell that he's... I'm crouched down. I had the thing in my arms like I'm holding, like I'm holding a baby, petting it. It happens now and again. And, and... <laughs> you know, whether we're supposed to be reacting to this or whether we're supposed to be like... In the movies where his friends are always oblivious to the changes. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's a little up to you. If if you think you need to talk to him about it, that's that's cool. Uh, maybe you need to revise the plan or try to convince him that it's a good idea to at least let people smell it or something. It depends a little on what you think is fun. If it's more fun to go, oh, uh, well, that's weird. I guess he likes that one. Uh, and then sort of, never mind, <laughs> that works. I, I prefer the accidental uh, confrontation. Ah, so, Ofkel, are you a... Uh... Keep that precious cask over at Vandral's home, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's not safe there. It's only safe with me. Um, Surely you just. <laughs> since my cellar is one of the safest places in the whole of my. Oh yeah, he's doing that thing where he's like, he's, he's, he's holding it away from you too. You'll never get this. You'll never get this from me. <laughs> Snap out of it, man. In dwarvish, of course, man means dwarf. Translational convention, yes. So is the keg an issue, or do we uh, cut forward? Hmm. Are you guys going to stage an intervention? Waterboarding? <laughs> it would come to when we're getting ready to execute this plan. Is he coming forth with the keg? Yeah. You mean no, we I should think- cut to that? <laughs> I, I, I think it will come to a head then. Oh, okay. All right. So whatever, I, you know, if he doesn't want to store it with the Fandral, then uh, probably he does have a, a decent safe place. Well, he, and he does know how to handle beer, and he does have his own cellar and stuff like that. So I'm pretty sure he could yes. regain a moment of sanity to make a decent pitch that would not cause us to be alarmed. But Ulfkel, you have a lot of other dwarves working in your distillery and, and uh, your your brewery. That, uh, that's I'm not go taking it to the brewery. I'm oh. taking it home. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a place for it. If not, I have a pickaxe and make a place for it. <laughs> <laughs> You better better make sure your father Mugger is, isn't eyeing it or anything too. <laughs> I'll just sneak in the back way to make sure he doesn't catch it, catch sight of it. <laughs> so how does one get out of this? Oh, so usually you clear your head after you've murdered your family. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to play it up in a, such an extreme fashion, but it's always going to be there. I mean, like I said, you're not going to want to part with it. Mm-hmm. And if someone steals it or takes it, you're going to want it back. <laughs> yep. So you're reasonably functional as long as you have it. Or I know it's safe. Yes. Or you can still hear it whispering to you. I like that one. <laughs> Just, wow, this is the last one. <laughs> Just, 
Hollywood Except played it's, that. It's yes. that. It's that deep. Burble. Yes. Yes. No, it's, it, it talks in burps. <laughs> of course, you know. Once he gets at home, he has to pop the cork and pour just the tiniest little drop. Of course. <laughs> And taste it, and then you know, six hours later, you'll find you'll find him just still is you know in in Nirvana with a full keg because the one little drop was enough to put him up and send him to Nirvana. <laughs> I'm so greedy, I can't take to drink the thing that I want because then I won't have it. Yeah, <laughs> need it too. <laughs> oh, <laughs> ah! of course, that just made me want more at that point. Oh, I, I think that's 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 the whole point. Ho- hopefully, we can take that uh, greed and deflect it into something like more greed. So just think of what you could do at Scoria Deep with this knowledge. You want to get there more? I even more. Maybe, maybe maybe there's some kegs left untouched. That's right. Doubtfully. Uh, doubtlessly, yes. You know, the, 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 those goblins, those goblins and orcs wouldn't know that they're there. Snap him oh. out of his greed with more greed. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like dwarvish psychology. He's gonna look around for some place to hide, you know, hide, uh, hide it, and then he's basically, yeah, he's gonna take a picture down from the wall, take out the pickaxe, cut a niche, a niche, and then put the keg in there, put the picture back up again, and then... <laughs> <laughs> because that's so subtle and stealthy, no one ever hears a, a pickaxe against stone. <laughs> oh, doing nothing, Pa! I'm just, uh, um, um, remodeling. Fixing that one corner of the room that was never quite right. <laughs> I, I imagine the room on the other side, someone else's apartment, you know, you see this, this crack in the wall <laughs> going larger and larger. <laughs> And then one day, of course, you you take the the painting down, and there's just a hole there. (laughs) (laughs) I gotta do a Darth Vader note. No. (laughs) Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Maybe there'll be a note like, "Thank you for the uh, uh, gift." And then the next day, the Herald's saying, family of five killed mysteriously in the night. <laughs> it makes you wonder how Dwarven society functions without killing themselves. <laughs> uh, just barely. <laughs> that could be part maybe of Maybe that's problem. why they're always, uh, maybe that's always, that's why they're always numbing themselves with, uh, <laughs> strong spirits. <laughs> now, I don't believe we have any other outstanding little uh, goals to achieve before the actual moot. I thought we might at least start to that one uh, after I return from my bio break. Bio break, everyone. Anywho, back yes. to the future, back to the past, back to fantasy. Back from bio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So the markets at third pint or slightly before, perhaps. I imagine that you, it's some, a somewhat open area, and there's a place, an elevated place, a pulpit or whatever that, uh, you know, criers usually occupy. Like an auction you would, Yes. That you could now use for, um, the purpose of agitating for, um, not agitating. Enlisting? Yeah, swaying the, uh, uh, well, Roar's band. The purpose would be to convince them that it is in fact worthwhile to to uh, follow Fandral in spite of their captain's personal misgivings, right? Yeah, yeah. right, sure. 
So, uh, you know, Roar is there with his band and his, his, you know, lieutenants and everyone. And there's a, a decent, a decent, uh, crowd of dwarves curious to see what's going on. And Freya is there, of course, with her little entourage to see what, what's, what's what. And of course, you have the, the remnants of Dolom's guard, wh- whom you, uh, managed to rope into, uh, <laughs> singing your praises. Fine. We've got a fine company. I can just guarantee massive success. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, oh yeah, Bruna, the raven wife, uh, the Kolb's granddaughter is there, of course. Uh, in a d- different getup, just in case. <laughs> and, uh, we, well, there are one or two long beards, of course, just uh, out of curiosity and, and uh, sheer amusement and so forth. Let's, let's say it's, uh, you know, slightly before uh, the actual uh, strike of third pint. And, uh, you know, the remnants are, are gathered around, um, Fandral, you know, going over what they're supposed to say. You know, so, uh, the, the, we, and, and you, you, uh, it was, it was that time when, uh, the, the retreat, Dolom's retreat, yes, and you, you, you called for a counter charge, and, and, uh, the day was saved, right? Right? Yes. Right? Right? Mm. Yes, disaster was averted. We would all yes, yeah. die to fend of the order. <laughs> Yes, yes, and, and uh, don't forget to hoard, we found. Yes, and you know, it would have been uh, without that entire stash of silver if uh, it weren't for you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wait, what's silver? Oh, that's, yes. And of course, uh, you know, they, they enlarge upon it in their own way with the occasional, there better be gold in Scoria. Um, <laughs> time draws near. Oh, and Bruna sidles up to Flint and she says, are you sure this, this will go well for, um, for Fandral? Perhaps someone more down to earth should actually speak to to these men, these veterans of of, of uh, Roars, don't you think? Maybe someone they can relate to. Hand, hand, uh, nudge, nudge, elbow in the in the ribs. <laughs> <laughs> See, unfortunately, you spoke to Flint, and Flint is like going, "Well, Fandral, he, he's got his shit together." So, <laughs> so, you so you need a leader. You don't need. A friend that says you need someone who can give orders and organize the company. You need someone who's got deeper pockets, organizational skills. He isn't here to be their friend. He's here to motivate them, which, you know, translates into greed. But, <laughs> and, you make, uh, you make, you make good points. Uh, still, I say you should speak as well. Me? In fact, I say you must speak as well for, me? for, Yes, you. I was with you in uh, the charge of, of of Red Hill and all that, and and I know I I you know you you've been out there and, and you've seen the same things they have, and and Fandral can of course speak, and then you can speak, and and you have both the 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 the, the confidence of the leader and the the inspiration of 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 uh, like like dwarves, like-minded dwarves, like like such. You know, dwarves, us, like my peers. Yes, yes. <laughs> well, true, true. I couldn't speak as as an axe bearer. Immediately looking for the dodge. Has anyone seen a kilt? <laughs> <laughs> yes. No. No. Seriously, has anyone seen a kilt? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Where is he? <laughs> right now, he's busy trying to figure out what's you know he's got he's got a drop on a, on a piece of he's got a drop and he's trying to figure out what's in it the ingredients. So you're saying he's completely lost 
back of time. Oh yeah, he's trying to reverse. He's trying to reverse, reverse engineer the the, uh, the 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 nog. Uh, that is not in your beliefs, though. So either reverse, revise your beliefs, or oh, um, uh, or uh, I mean, you can still be doing that, but on site. But he wouldn't bring it with him. That's the thing. He wouldn't bring the nog with him. It'd be stuck. What, at what all. precisely did you revise your belief to? Oh, you're right. I did say convince them. You would speak about nog from Scoria. Was yeah. that it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm there without the keg, conspicuously without the keg. (laughs) Not even a little... When we saw him, that would be, where's the keg? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You're not even hello. Where's the keg? (laughs) (laughs) It's too valuable to share with the the likes of these. That's the whole point of getting it from Cobb, is so that we can let them smell it and let them know what they're fighting for. There's lower lips starting to tremble. But but, 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 but it's, 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 it's... So it's it's precious. You can't, you can't you can't do that. No, no. They might actually drink it. Oh, it was is ambrosia. I had a wee drop. Oh, oh you did, did you? Oh. So is this the reverse of the first scene where uh, Clint and Fandral leans on? Uh... Yeah. <laughs> so we need that keg. So get it here. Now. <laughs> oh, jeez, I grab him by his beard and start pulling him along. I said, come on. It's good, but it's not that good. Blasphemer! <laughs> <laughs> that is the, the finest ambrosia that ever was ever brewed. It was better than my master's. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> Record scratch. <laughs> <laughs> you have a few heads turned now. <laughs> well, if it's that good, it will motivate everyone. <laughs> no. Come on. And, and I just start dragging him back. I'm going to guess. If there's a tankard handy, you grab the tanker and go hit him in the head with it. Okay, this is a big deal for uh, Ufkel, obviously. Uh, yeah. So you want to resist, or should we go to... Uh, is he even open to a verbal debate? Probably, because I, I did roll a six. So there's this, a there's that tiny little bit of him probably still saying, yeah, but we had a mission for this, and you did promise to bring it back. So somewhere back in his head, he did, he did give his word that he'd give it back. All right, so so same deal as before. You know, you pile up your dice, they pile up theirs, yeah, uh, yeah. and you get, you get a slight concession or, or like a condition if you fail. All right. Which you probably will. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> since I'm, since, okay, so they're basically, are you guys going to try to physically force me, or are you going to try to convince me? Um, uh, if, I think the physical bit is flavor here. Yeah. You know, you, you yeah. bashing with tankard and, and flint dragging you. <laughs> yeah, with more three stooges perhaps. Than, yeah. Yeah. Dead, deadly brawl. I, I figure, Fli- I figure Flint's probably wearing his helmet, so the tank, all the tankard does is just move his helmet. Clank, clank, clank. Done more damage to myself. It's time, it's time to use some intimidation. And <laughs> I, I totally agree with that. <laughs> I think we need to drop the intimidation bomb on him. (laughs) And uh, that's what Flint is doing as well? Yes, absolutely. So uh, who's more intimidating, Bullseyes? What do you have uh, there, Prince? Yeah, the six. Jeez. (laughs) I am such a puppy in this party. (laughs) So, well, what is the reason? I I add a die. Uh, Can can I add uh, a 
persona die to his role? Uh, no. Uh, I don't believe so. That is, that is a hiccup in the rule I'm not, uh, in the rules I'm not entirely familiar with, I'll admit. Well, well, I don't I'll believe you can. I don't think so well, either. I think you only can spend on your own abilities. Yeah. And you can't, and you can't use the pump up your ability to make, give him, give him extra die, so. Well, I've, I've got B3 on intimidation, so I'll loan him a die of intimidation to be even more intimidating. One, one, one does hope that spectators will see how intimidating the prince is and realize, that's an intimidating dude. <laughs> Uh, I'll just do the backup, the backup course of beard pulling. So what would <laughs> yes. I use to resist? Would it just be a straight will test? Well, you are uh, arguing for a different course of action. Uh, yeah. So it it would be some social skill. <laughs> uh, Let's see. What do I have? Uh, I, have <laughs> I have intimidation. I'm learning intimidation, so... You're going to intimidate them back? <laughs> <laughs> My social skills, okay? That's uh, a very heated. Uh. <laughs> I mean, literally, I don't have much of the way. I, in fact, the only social skills I have, I'm learning my well, social that, that's skills. Fine, that's fine. I'm just, I, I, I just try to get the gist of, of the flavor here. With you know, yeah. they, them sort of sternly telling you that this is what you promised, and, and uh, or else, and you're going, I'll break your legs. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. He's, he's, he's sort of beyond reason at this point. So yeah, I'm using intimidation back. Yeah. Okay. So do I want to spend a point of persona on that? Cause if I do that, I'll give you four persona points in my will. I'd hold on to it. You never know. I hold on to it. Yeah. 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 You just be four dice of intimidation back at you. Unless you want to tap greed. Ooh. I got one persona point left. I feel so dirty for suggesting it, but. <laughs> <laughs> It's appropriate dirt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have a, a greed of four, so I can tap up to up to up to four dice then, or, or yep. three. Yes. But I'm gonna be nice. I'm just gonna just tap one. So I'm at five dice. How's that? That's your choice. That is a routine greed test, which gets me nothing, right? Uh, I would add two dice to actually make it worth something. Yeah. Okay. I'll do that. I'll, I'll take two. I'll take a two dice. So it'll be six versus yeah. seven. Make them work for it. Well, um, <laughs> I think I can uh, also fork in command. Sure, that yeah. sounds appropriate. What's funny is, if you win this test, you will have shown to everyone around here your force of will and command skills. <laughs> he was deep in greed, and did you see what the prince did? Shook him right out of it. Yeah, watch me roll all six. Roll all sixes. Well, then we'll learn about his martial skill. <laughs> Of course, Fandor, you can always tap your greed yeah. for power. <laughs> yeah, given the way I've been rolling, he's rolling how many? I'm rolling six. Six, and I'm only rolling eight. Tap your greed. Because <laughs> you really want this. Well, I think, yeah, I, think one, maybe I need to throw in four one greed. more routine test. <laughs> I think I need to throw in some greed. Yeah, I'll throw in four greed. Okay. Wow. <laughs> so I'll roll first. See, so you can see so what not you. Not only is he intimidating and commanding, he's motivated. Oh God! Look at that. Wow. Only one favor. <laughs> Should I spend a fate point to make it make it interesting? Yeah, I'm gonna spend a fate point to make it interesting. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, but I, they're both traitors. So. Eh. Oh well. Still, record the fate point. Uh, it would be Will. Uh, let's see. One, two, three, four, five. 
Five. Just beat him. <laughs> spend that fate point and re-roll and roll those sixes. See if you really beat me. I already spent a persona point on this just to get you to do what you're supposed to do anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, the, and that persona such is the burden of command. No, what'd you get? One, two, three, four. He has five, five presently, right? One, two, three, four, five. Yeah. 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 And I have four. No, I have five. Yeah. We're tied. Yes. Well, spend that fate. No, no. I have, uh, call on things here, right? Oh, yeah. Ah, yeah. So you just give him the look. Yeah. <laughs> I give him my baleful stare. <laughs> and re-roll any traitors you want. Does it break ties or does it re-roll? It, it? does break ties. That oh. is precisely what it does. Thank you. Yeah. If you don't want to re-roll. So. I just want to win. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is a win for, for the prince's side. So you do in fact coerce Ulfkel to do what you want, but he gets a slight concession, a tiny little yeah. condition. I have a feeling that they're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna he's gonna say, we'll be back in a minute. And they frog march me to my, my home. <laughs> Cause they don't he trust. Don't even touch the ground. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so while I'm, <laughs> Taking the painting down, you know, and and pulling the thing from this, you know, may I just keep a, a, a just a small bit of this for research purposes, just a bit. Well, uh, they just actually their intent was actually just to let them, you know, to have uh, the others smell it, right? Mm. So you get to actually keep it, I suppose. Anyway, but yeah, well, yeah, so you've agreed to actually parade it around. But is there any kind of concession that, like, you know, only I can do it, or only one dwarf, or you know, only Roar, or or is there anything else that you want to, you know, throw in? Maybe saying only Roar can do it is too great a concession, but you know, that's the gist of it. You, you get a say in how. Yeah, I gotta see how it's done. I can't pull any yes. concessions out like, well, we need some good blacksmiths. And you know, my betrothed. <laughs> <laughs> Berglund. And maybe I'm missing something, but, uh, uh, germane, germane to the, to yeah, the, to the intent. It has to be, it has to be intent. So yeah, I'll not bring the keg, but I will bring, you know, I put a little small thimble and put a dollop in that, it there. That is a good, that is a good example. This is what they get the smell. And now I gotta hide it someplace else now. Cured <laughs> 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 him. Take a fake point. <laughs> yeah, that's gonna be our, our other challenge after this, is because we've got to return that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you don't think he's gonna hide in the house now, do you? <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, those hot coals feel good against my feet. No, you don't have to be conscious. <laughs> All right. So, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, maybe yeah. we should fast track this a little so we can yeah. get to an exciting Ooh. end point before I have to blow out of here. Yeah, so, so of course, I, I pull the doll up and then, so you know what you, you are fighting for. And I let them get a little whiff. Yes. And there's a, there's a great whoop throughout the, uh, you know, entire, um. I look very uh, carefully. Close my eyes really tight, put the thimble down, reach over, grab another thimble, put a little, a tinier dollop in it, and hand it to the prince. So you really know what you're fighting for. (laughs) (laughs) Seems awfully generous. (laughs) Oh, it pains him, he's crying. Baleful stare really worked on him. <laughs> it, it would perhaps be more more appropriate to actually fill an actual thimble for uh, Roar. 
Yeah. Actually, no, that's I have a temple, I have a temple right now, so when we're done... That's I'm actually sure. awful. Ignore that. He's not going anyway. <laughs> or rather, he wants to lead it. So, uh, lead the expedition. So, that's that's just horrible. That's a bad idea. Scratch that. <laughs> anyway... <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, you get you get to taste you get to taste this this nog. Yes, and it's divine. Just divine. <laughs> it's a capital T. <laughs> oh, it's divine. <laughs> Celestial. <laughs> the god, the goddess Supernal? The goddess of burning has come down and given you a big wet smooch. So it's going down, get her out, and, and tickle your intestines. The the uh, Roar's band, some fifty strong, are, uh, are certainly wowed by uh, the promise of that possibly being over in Scoria, and uh, there, there's clearly a, a bit of heated um, uh, hum and hum and hum on on their part. Just think of the prophets. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the loot and all that. Uh, Roar, by the way, is is uh, having quite a bit of beer. He's he's clearly working himself up into a drunken rage. Uh, and then, of course, you have you know the, the remnants step up to the um, the elevation and they they extol the virtues of, of Vandal one one at a time. And uh, some of them get get uh, you know nods and and others get boo you know are booed down and so forth. Uh, it's a little lo- stare. Says, this is command material here. <laughs> Then, then a certain, then a certain dwarf, Flint, has to go up and now extol upon the history. That, that I can do. I've got <laughs> history. Actually, if Fander want to put, you know, the finishing touch on the entire, um, on the arguments, you're free to do so and, and make a little roll, a, a test, test your, um, oratory. Okay. Oh, and, and that and would be a pr- Also, anyone asked, I said, oh, no, this is from a, a source. Uh, of Nog that, uh, that, that, that the Noggers have hidden away for, you know, for ages ever since Scoria Deep went down and we can nay share any more than this, this wee bit. Pull, bull, pure bullshit, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have falsehood? <laughs> no. <laughs> then you get booed. Uh, you get two advantage dice, one for uh, having the Nog and one for having uh, people speak for you on your behalf. Yeah, we're a little pressed for time, so we're not going to have the you know greatest hits by uh, uh, Todd and John. But you can certainly uh, declare a uh, a skill you're helping with, if you wish, to add dice as well. I probably would toss in my beer-wise again. Okay, that seems appropriate. That's a B4, so that should give him, what, just one die? Have you mentioned the map yet? Because that's another advantage. Well, uh, this is not so much about oh, for, the, for the map specifics. It's more about who gets to lead and if it's worth going. Well, if it's about that, then Fandral's got a map. He actually knows where the hell he's going. <laughs> <laughs> we can find all the bolt holes, and if there are goblins inside, we can find we can find ways around them. Fair enough. Take another advantage, I. <laughs> <laughs> now, Todd, are you helping with any specific die, or do you actually take uh, Bruna's advice or ad- admonishment to suggestion uh, to um, to speak as well? I-, I will speak only in support of Thandral, because that's what I do. And I will reiterate the uh, clan history, uh, maybe throw in a little tunnel-wise, ex- explaining you know the the uh, route that uh, we'll take and how we we are. Prepared to do this, uh, and, and that's uh, more. Than, well, it's, it's more disparaging for Roar because Roar doesn't have uh, 
a clue. He, he's just With, Within this mass of dwarves, that would actually be more about being seen and heard. Uh, if you want to tap drunking or maybe conspicuous, that would be the most appropriate to help with. Let's go with conspicuous then. We got a B3 in that. Okay. So two dice from you guys and uh, three advantage dice from map, beer, and uh, remnants. So five advantage dice, so to speak. To your six persuasion, is it? Oratory would be. Oratory, yes. Yes. The appropriate one. And then any forks if you use them. We're weaving a tale of glory and competence. How difficult is this going to be? How many forces am I going to need? <laughs> it's an ob six. It's def- it's relatively tough. Definitely more a fork in your pers- your persuasion then. Yeah. But with an ob six, you actually convince all of them. Then you get your full intent. It's it's like, uh, yeah, who's this rower guy? Whatever. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> Hey, if we get them all shouting your name, you know, or, or something similar like, uh, for Dwarven glory and loot. Oh, regardless how, of how this goes, since you guys are helping, that's mm-hmm. an obstacle six recorded for conspicuous and beer wise. And I believe that's challenging for both of you. Yeah. Aye, aye. Well, spend another persona to throw Don't in be your... greedy with the fate points. <laughs> burn them, burn! <laughs> Don't be a I'm Nikki. Sorry, I'm sorry, Doug. You, 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 you spend a persona to... To throw in some four greed. Okay, another routine test there. Yeah. Are you up to four or five? I stopped keeping count because I'm <laughs> above six, right? So. Oh, uh, greed, greed is different. Uh, uh it, now you tell it, me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's not a skill. It's a, it's an emotional attribute. Okay. I think you've made, you had one routine, right? And you've made three routine after including this one. So you should be at four routine. Uh, when, uh, any two of the categories are, are filled up, like if you have six routine and the appropriate, like challenging or, or difficult, then greed go, goes up. All right. Steadily rises. Yeah. Like a good head. <laughs> Give me the 15 dice. Whoa. Come on. He may need it. Yeah. <laughs> Considering how you've been rolling as of late. Yeah. <laughs> well, if a certain dwarf wasn't so greedy earlier, yeah. <laughs> it took all the fives and sixes. So... <laughs> Get up there. We are dwarves. We're axe bearers. The stalwart people of the earth. We seem to have forgotten that in recent years. We've been content to drink the dregs that the humans leave for us. Humans, the same people who think an oath is the same as a lie. (laughs) (laughs) We've stumbled recently with the loss of Scoria, the death of Dolom, and we've shortened our stride, but... We are are prepared for a renaissance in the, in the power of the dwarves. We shall go and reclaim our former glory. I've studied the ancient campaigns and maps. I've experienced the problems that poor Dolom had in his last campaign where he, he trusted the alliance with the humans and when they didn't, when they reneged and didn't show up on the battlefield, we were almost overwhelmed by the orc. Fortunately, I was able to rally the guard and snatch, uh, our band from complete obliteration. Yes. <laughs> Oh, all the veterans wave. That's us. <laughs> <laughs> Follow me and you can 
join in the glory and the rewards of this great endeavor. <laughs> Kumbaya. <laughs> yeah, I'd say, that, I'd say that's that's a nice way to top it off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Woohoo! Hold up a oh. torch. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh wow. One, two, three, four, way five, more than six, you seven. Yay! <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think uh, there, there's uh, a resounding roar of of, uh, of approval throughout. I just, I mean, not just his fifty hardened veterans, but the entire assembly of dwarves and long beards. And, and uh, Freya looks very impressed. Give her a wink. <laughs> Uh, Roar looks particularly agitated. Uh, yeah, he's, he's sort of he's so drunk now that he he can't really stand properly. He's uh, sort of holding himself up, still drinking, and and uh, you know attempting to roar back at the crowd, but he's of course drowned out. Uh, <laughs> Literally, <laughs> <laughs> too much beer, but. Naturally, uh, decorum, uh, decrees that he has to, he has a right to, to, you know, say his piece as well. Uh, and he staggers up to the, the elevation, the pulpit. Do you stand there and allow him to, like, appear and, and you know, allow him, uh, the, the space in a gracious way or, or what do you do? Do you, do you linger in order to say some personal words to him or? Just, uh, shake his hand and go. Or I'm sure you're going to support me, you understand, and are going to support me now in this endeavor. <laughs> he gurgles something, uh, <laughs> which is surely an oath or an insult, and... Maybe both. <laughs> yes. <laughs> He's, uh, you know, twain lieutenants half carrying him up the, the steps, sneer at you. <laughs> he clearly doesn't have any anything, any keen reply for you. <laughs> can I, can I offer a suggestion? Sure. I could see him going. Yeah, maybe it's a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> just, just something. Just was that a rebuttal? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So he he takes firm hold of the of the stony uh, sort of you know the the, the stone in front of the the uh, the puppet thing podium. Yes, the stone you podium. Like, you mean like a like a stone gavel, like like a ball that you slam down? I think that was a Klingon thing. <sighs> it would be appropriate. No, it would, uh, would be a, it would be a hammer, uh, <laughs> a midget sledgehammer. You know, could take. He grabs hold, grabs hold of the of the the edges of a stone to support himself, and he blinks and and he launches into a brief tirade, which is half understood to be. Spite, but also grace and defeat, and he's about to say something, and then he looks very green, but not not in a drunk way. His eyes sort of roll up, and they look uh, they look sort of yellowy, and there's a, a a quick little rivulet of blood from from one of his nostrils that disappears into his thick beard, and then he just keels over. First, you know, crashes magnificently, magnificently on the stone, and then he sort of topples and, and bounces down uh, into the multitude. And like clockwork, his two lieutenants, one rushes after and cries, Treachery! He is poisoned! And the other raises his axe and points to Fandral and roars, Slay the false prince! Oh, I uh, didn't see that coming. <laughs> 
Wow. Someone's a real poor loser. <laughs> that almost looks staged. <laughs> All right. I, I'm, I'm playing it in my head, though. That is a very cool scene. <laughs> Excellent. Let's see if we can go get through this uh, Arthur Award thing relatively quickly. Okay. Just on the tracking of stuff, do like yes. the advantage dice and the dice I got from the other people count? No. Uh, still, uh, 11 dice versus an obstacle 6 is still uh, routine. But... Sadly. But... Uh, oh, uh, advantage dice and thing dice count. The green uh, dice count. don't count, right? Green dice don't count. They're Arthur. So, it'd be so uh, but health dice and the advantage dice do count. So it's six plus five, right? That's eleven. Yeah. And one to eight, I think, is routine then. Okay. But uh, you did spend that one persona, so that goes on uh, persuasion. Right. No, oratory. oratory. Yes. Oh, so green dice don't count. For advancement, no. Oh, so that means when I roll, I only rolled. So I rolled two. I rolled uh, two greed dice. So that means I actually only rolled four dice, and it was a versus a six success. Oh, that's a challenging for my. Is it still uh, a challenging, <laughs> regardless. If it was six dice, it would have been a difficult. So you change- add four dice. You added two dice. Yeah, right? two dice because I have a base of four. Oh, base of four. Okay, earning Arthur. I think, let's see, let's go over your beliefs. I, I'll start with, uh, Fandral. I believe you, uh, you certainly helped, you know, it was certainly a step toward helping Ulfkel reopen the breweries of Scoria by helping him get his hands on the, you know, the Scoria Nog. Understanding what goes into it and so forth is, is certainly a step toward, uh, producing the same quality. So I definitely award you a fate for that. I'd say you certainly both strove toward uh, convincing Roar's Warband to follow you and convince mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. So that's a fate and a persona. That That's so far as it goes for beliefs, I believe, for Fandral. You have yours knocked out, Ulfkel? I, I did entice the uh, Roar and his band to follow him by letting him smell the, the Nog. So that's... Yes. So is that both a, a persona and a... Fate or just fate? Uh, that would be persona. Persona, okay. Yes. Fate would be, uh, you, uh, because you didn't need to test anything, so you didn't actually have to work yeah. for doing that. Actually, maybe, uh, but you wanted something else then, so okay. I also oh swore to Brewmaster Paul that I recovered the Nog recipe yes. to Scory Deep first, forced Flint to reveal the source of, of Scory and Nog. That was a test. Yes. And that was both, that is both fate and, uh, persona, because you, Got your hands on it, and you you worked toward it. Yep. Yes, yeah. 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 Uh, I'd say Flint did his part in in extolling the virtues of of uh, Fandral at any and every opportunity. So that's fate. I got a camp follower. That's its own reward. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe he's not uh, that. Maybe he's not that thick. <laughs> Oh, bummer. Was, was that all you got from from? That's all from I beliefs? did. I've, I, I've, I've, I have my uh, beliefs currently are centered around the uh, safety of the mission in the tunnels. And, uh, well, we may not make it that far, depending on how this battle goes. <laughs> you know, uh, so I, should I think put maybe down we should have. We should like Dwarven Company. <laughs> <laughs> I think maybe we should have taken 10 minutes at the beginning of the session to revise beliefs. Just because, and, uh, it would have been nice for you to have some persona awards. Uh, yeah. 
uh, from your beliefs, right? You'll get them anyway. You'll get persona points anyway. Don't worry. But uh, it would have been nice to have a, a, a goal, like a clear goal. I'm absolutely happy with wh- the way this is going, and it then that is I good. Find it cons- consistent with uh, Flint's direction. Okay. Let's see. Instincts. Hey, you certainly played to your uh, do what a lady says instinct. Uh, yes, I did. <laughs> Without any arm twisting, even. <laughs> so it's like, I didn't even know I was going against an instinct. <laughs> Not against. You were playing to it. Oh, oh, yes. <laughs> you know, I think you were, you're all deserving of humor, fate. Uh, I already <laughs> awarded, um. One to me already. Okay, yeah, but the, the, the rest of you, the two of you, you're, you two others. <laughs> Fate for humor. Okay. Um, I need to do something to burn fate. We'd like a big fight or something. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Use them that way. You know, because I, I liked the way you worked in uh, your, your hatred of other races or distrust of other races into the, the oration. I'm going to give you a fate for following your uh, fandral, your, uh, your instinct. Your there. racist ways. <laughs> yes. Here's your reward. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Well. I'm giving you all embodiment persona. So that's just like plus one to persona? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Great speeches, desperate decisions, you know, uh, captures the mood of the table perfectly, that sort of thing. This whole thing may not have gone in the direction you expected it to, (laughs) but your players are actually quite happy with the way it's working out. Mm. Oh, I, I... I have abandoned that kind of, uh, you know, since I brought it up for the first time, I've sort of gone into, okay, what, what do you need for these beliefs? And, uh, you know, that, that's where I'm going. It, w- it w- if you asked me before we started the first session, I would have, I would have said, what? No, we're not going to stay in Dwarf City for five sessions. <laughs> <laughs> no way. <laughs> I'm going to start with the the farewell scene, and then we're going to go into some caves. <laughs> no, no, because <laughs> we had the tri- we had the trip in the underway, which we don't know how how well that's been kept up to in the in the past century and a half. It's an unexpected it's journey. Yeah. It's funny. I have to say, it's funny. We're <laughs> sort of edging up toward a, a trait vote, which is the first time I've ever gone that far in a single campaign ever. And we haven't even left uh, Marl. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I I, I just got to throw it in. This city feels like a city. It's Mm -hmm. got people with jobs, and they do things, and their lives matter. Mm -hmm. And when you compare that to your traditional D&D city, which is a supply depot, (laughs) (laughs) I like that. No problems at all. We know where the markets are. We know, you know, we know about the, the, the various shifts where they're serving beer, you know, all that stuff, you know. <laughs> that, that is a lovely emergent quality. Like, how do we count time? Pints! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hobbits have their first breakfast, second breakfast, you know, before lunch, after lunch, after lunch, second lunch, supper, <laughs> dinner, snack. Okay, sorry, to, uh, <laughs> sorry to cut you short, but yeah. uh, mold breaker. I'm giving a mold breaker to Flint for uh, you had a brief moment there with with the Runa, Bruna, not Runa. You know, do I do what she wants or do I? Is that the best for Fandral? That kind of thing. Okay, and that gets what I. I guess I should actually write that name down. <laughs> yes, uh, someone I'll, should. You know, I'll make an update eventually. Maybe not tonight, but um, tomorrow or 
today after tomorrow or something. Uh, and you'll have all the names I've uh, okay. introduced today. Should okay. just be that one. So the award, uh, what does that uh, translate into point-wise? Persona, one persona. Okay, and now we get to the voting. The workhorse. Being the workhorse character, the most relied upon in a given scenario, is worth the persona point. This is for the mundane stuff, having that piece of gear to make a scene go, having that skill to get the other characters safely through danger, and just generally slaving away behind the scenes to make it all work. Vandral was kind of the powerhouse in the uh, persuasion yeah. and oratory department. Yeah. So that's that seems like an MVP thing, though. Uh, I mean, you could certainly give him both, but if, if if you're looking at a character and going, damn, we couldn't have done it without him. That's MVP. Workhorse is uh, more like, hey, I have beerwise, or. Hey, I have clan laundry. Yeah, right. Well, yes. we we have, in spite of his flaws. <laughs> <laughs> Flint was certainly able to chip in and move things along, and chip yeah. in and, and help on all our roles here. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I say, yeah, I, I would say Flint is the uh, is the work is the workhorse. Cool. Never the glory and always the horse. I'm <laughs> <laughs> so appropriate for his character, though. <laughs> Now let me get my spurs on. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. Wow, you're really racking up the persona here. I'm going to be ha- have to be harder on you. <laughs> MVP then. And I guess that would go to Mr. Pile of Dice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we, 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 you know, we wouldn't gotten, we wouldn't be getting into this upcoming battle. Or, you know, it still could be a battle of wits too, you know, you never know. Or a dwarf well, boot. The only thing that, that could have made this He's been poisoned worse is he drank bad beer. Yeah, I had actually hoped that uh, uh, Flint would have his his way in there with with beer and that that it would be it would have been like a, a tankard from his Wayne, Miss mm-hmm. Wagon. Enough <laughs> <laughs> kill. So, uh, 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 kill. Yeah. yeah. No, ah. sadly, you know, of kill, you know, he was all he was off playing with the precious. <laughs> yeah, I think I think greed was his saving grace here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So he's a murderer. No, no. He's way too greedy. (laughs) Too (laughs) self-absorbed. Look at him. He can't tear himself away. (laughs) Though I can imagine if if there's a battle, if you ever see in The Great Race uh, with Tony Curtis, he's walking through the battle with that little thimble, and he's making sure he's not going to spill a damn drop of that. (laughs) (laughs) And Tink gets the end, and he runs into Paul. His master, who happened to hear the, who, who somehow heard word of what he had said. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna strangle you, you, you ungrateful little shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I offered the thimble. <laughs> oh no, no, that, that would be a, a personal challenge. <laughs> what do you do when you're confronted with Truth. <laughs> oh damn, that is pretty good. Any, anywho, so uh, anyway, yeah. that, that was the voting. Yes, yeah. it's yeah. it's all over. You're not getting any deeds, not for me, not presently. And I I have to get going. But I had fun. I hope you had fun. Yes, yeah. fantastic. Uh, Next time, also, also Dirk. I know it was a dirty move to bring in Freya in in the fray, but it, it was too tempting. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, when things go wrong, they usually go wrong in threes. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Actually, I thought that was perfectly appropriate from a cinematic perspective. Excellent. Yep. Yeah. 
uh, then I will catch you hopefully next week. Take care. Yeah. Bye. Bye. The one we had uh, in the neighborhood, um, uh, the one Norwegian that actually caught a squirrel uh, was a skinny little thing, <laughs> the evilest little bastard you can find. And he sat, I swear, a full day on a fence watching these two squirrels, like not moving, just observing them with his evil little piss eyes. And then in the in the evening he came in. With a squirrel in his mouth. <laughs> oh, this is the same cat. I, I'm sorry for this tangent, but it's hilarious. This is the same cat who was uh, put in uh, the living room with uh, us kids because he couldn't be out when they uh, when they got the new cat food or he would be in the cat food. And he was sitting at the door sort of scratching and like, come on, let me out. And we were all sitting around the television playing video games. And so he looks at us, the TV, the PlayStation at us, TV, PlayStation, and then he walks up to the PlayStation casually and pees on it. <laughs> wow! <laughs> I mean, talk about brains on that cat. He was like, he was out in two, in two seconds. <laughs> Max Silver here, and I just want to remind you all that you can find our adventures at the following places. My buddy Doc might know what they are, but I sure as heck don't. Anyway, find us at our forums at the sundayskypers.freeforums.org or at our Facebook page, whatever heck a Facebook page is, or at our Google Plus page. Again, what the hell is a Google Plus page? I don't know. Or you can mail us at Sunday Skypers, um, some little A thing with a circle around it. What the heck is that thing? I don't know. Zoho.com. That's a strange mailing address. Hey, Doc, can you tell me what the heck that little funny A sign is?